0: Discussing the ideas, the challenges, and the technology of the crypto economy. This is a crypto economy chat. What is up, crew? Welcome back to the show. This is the Crypto Economy Podcast, and I am your host, Guy Swan. Today's episode, I'm finally getting to go through all the recording and uh, follow up on all the stuff from the Bitcoin 2019 conference, and I have got an interview to start our week, and it is with Alexander Svetsky. He wrote the article, Why Bitcoin Matters, that was uh, really big. I saw that uh, spread around quite a bit, and I read that one, and I, I thought I had read this one on the show. Um, and turns out I had not I could not find it in my episodes because I'm pretty, I reached out to him and asked if I could read it and I swore I thought I read it aloud on the show but I do not have that in recording it does not appear uh, the last episode that we actually covered uh, of one of uh, Alexander's um, articles was way back in episode 75 which was another really fun one Homo sapiens Evolution and Money And that was in May of last year. And don't hold it against me. I'm going to link to that episode if you want to uh, listen to it. Um, And obviously, I'll link to the article as well if you want to read it. But don't hold me to the quality. That that was many episodes ago. That was 200 some odd episodes ago. So uh, please don't judge me. So I got to meet Alexander, and we had an absolute blast at the conference. Uh, And Brady. And Tommy from the Citizen Bitcoin podcast, uh, who I stayed with them if you listen to their recent episodes. And they actually had Alexander on the show recently as well. Um, so that's a good one to follow up with uh, because we talk about, we go over some of the things they talked about in the podcast. but Mostly it's actually new stuff that we're talking about. So, uh, but it was really fun discussion. And uh, he is the CEO also of uh, the Amber app, which you're going to hear all about uh, towards the end of this episode. But first he goes into a hilarious story about going to an ICO conference to give a speech about how all ICOs are garbage. So you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, Without further ado, let's jump right into our chat with Alexander Svetsky. Let's start there. Okay, so we've got Alex Svetsky, we've got Citizen Bitcoin, we've got Brady and Tommy are actually joining us today. So we got a whole crew here, and we are at the Bitcoin 2019 conference, and it has been a crazy show. I have been having a blast, and awesome to actually meet you in person, finally. Likewise, man. Always. and uh, Yeah, so um, let's start with this thing that you were telling me about last night, and that I now have a
1: physical copy, copy of. Up. That
0: story was fun.
1: All right. Break into that. Um, cool, so uh, it, it, it actually started at a, um, at a capital raising conference in 2018 I think it was something yeah. like 2018 so we, we went out to um, we went out to raise some money through I don't know if I can mention it I'll mention them they're called wholesale investors so what they do is they, they effectively run um, kind of like conference like this you uh-huh. know they'll get about 500 people in a room but it's basically they, they match startups or companies raising capital with uh, wholesale investors or you know People with money, angels, institutions, etc. So, um, so as part of the deal, um, you know, we, we, you know, we we pay to be there as a business, and we get a booth, and we get to get up and do a ten-minute pitch, and they also asked me to come up and give a thirty-minute talk about um, whatever topic I wanted to. So, um, so in 2018, uh, the talk that I gave was um, blockchain's AOL moment, and. These guys, um, <laughs> man, over 2017 <laughs> and 2018, like everyone that was there was um, raising money via an ICO. And right. there was companies doing like, I'm talking medical companies doing a fucking ICO. There was companies doing whatever, like randomest things, and they're all doing ICOs. And I'm the only Niceness crypto company logic. there. Yeah. yeah, I'm the only crypto company there not doing an ICO. I was like, what the Anyway, um, so I, I, I gave it that headline, you know, "blockchain's AOL moment." So, so it sounded relatively innocuous, but for the, you know, for a more intelligent person, you'd understand what I was getting at, right? So I get up on stage, and, um, and I start talking about, um, you know, the evolution of money, um, you know, how, how that evolved, and I, and I sort of took people through this journey. And you know, right at the end, I basically, um, you know, put this uh, graph up, which sort of said, um, you know, there's really Two functions of um, blockchain it's either you know this partial element of blockchain where i talk about this blockchain recipe and i um, i say if you just use the database piece it's like useless um, or if you um use the whole uh recipe on any application outside of you know uh, self-sovereign money yada, yada yada um it's a Rube goldberg machine so i said you know what has blockchain been useful for and i said well raising ridiculous non-dilutive capital for stupid ICOs and then (laughs) fuck man I I just the room basically was just like cut in half and I basically pissed off half the room and the other half of the room was like holy shit there's someone actually getting up making sense in terms of what they're saying so I did that I beat the crap out of ICOs um, and then I kind of finished on you know the premise that you know, I, I just made a prediction. I said ICOs are going to go down in history as the dumbest thing humanity has ever done. <laughs> um, I said even worse than the 2008 uh, GFC. Um, Let's know how you really feel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I said that. I said um, blockchain is going to go down in history as the information superhighway, as the AOL um, of of the um, of this space. Um, and I said the smart companies are the ones that are going to be building on uh, Bitcoin um, and you know, particularly you know the, the the points that I sort of drove forward and and, and I and I closed there. I still remember the final slide was this just analogy. I said AOL tried to compete with the internet and try to build their own internet, and they're gone. And I said Google, Netscape, um, Amazon, they built on the internet, and you know they built on the commons. And who's still here? And I said yeah. You know, and and that was sort of what I closed with. And and I, and I set myself up really nicely because you know. Like when I got off stage, you know, there was like claps and there was like, it was, it was just really funny, like half the room clapping, half the room just like this motherfucker just cost us all this money. <laughs> so I got off and I had a bunch of people come and said, do you know what money you just cost me? I'm trying to raise money off these investors. I was like, well, fuck you. I said, you know, you're raising an ICO, you're you're an idiot. I said, you don't understand what you're doing. And I'm oh yeah, but you're just a naysayer. And, and yeah, we all know how that sort of thing ended, right? So, so toxic, Alex. It's so toxic. I know, right? Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. Toxic. My, my toxicity it's just to be came nice. out. Nice. Every
2: time, do you know what's funny? I, love,
1: I, personally, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, well, what? I do too. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, um, every time I've gotten up and given like that kind, so I did that uh, blockchains a all moment talk a couple times, and I remember one time I did it at this event called Crypto Conscious. This guy tried to like blend. Mushrooms and fucking Bitcoin together, but (laughs) whatever the fuck he was trying to do, and um and like I got up and I ranted on this, and some guy goes, you know, so I've got the nickname now Angry Alex because he's like, why are you so negative? And I was like, I I don't know. I said I'm I'm not trying to be negative. I just I'm like allergic to stupidity, and that just sort of came out, and, and that that was sort of my thing, and um. So anyway, so, so that's sort of where it all started in 2018 with this company, um, you know, Wholesale Investors. So off the back of that um, talk, you know, I raised a bit of capital, um, you know, a bunch of investors came up to me and they're like, look, you're the only person who got up for the entire day who actually made sense, you know, and has a business. Um, and then we picked up some capital off that and that was great. So then, um, you know, the, the event organizers were like, look, can you please not do that again um you know because you know we've got people that have come and spent money to be here and now they've raised nothing and they're blaming it on you and I was like okay fine you know I'll, I'll be nice next time so the next event um was this year and um you know I signed up again because we were going to raise some capital again th- th- this event was a bit early for me but anyway I, I signed up to, to do it again and I said, Look, I want another thirty minute talking slot and they're like, uh, we don't know about this and I said, Look, I promise, I said I'll be nice. So like, okay, cool. So as part of the deal, they gave me the thirty um the, the slot and I was thinking, what am I gonna talk about? And I, I just let it sort of mull you know, over for, for months, you know, until sort of the event was nearing. And in in the week preceding the event I had like two nights where I got up at three o'clock in the morning and I was just typing like thinking what the fuck am I going to say and then on the the third part was when I was was driving my girlfriend from the Gold Coast to Brisbane which is like an hour and a half drive and I've got to like I'm driving and I'm fucking typing on my phone um, you know all these thoughts and ideas so what I ended up coming up with was this concept of um, blockchain is dead um, the future is on lightning so what was funny about the, these organizers? They pivoted from the prior year. They, you know, they were really driving ICOs in the prior year, and I took a shit on ICOs. So, and then this next year, they were like, you know, pivoting now. And you know, twenty nineteen was the year of blockchain, right? Because everyone's pretending like, oh yeah, ICOs. You know, you know that, that was those guys, not us. We, we're we're blockchain. You know, we're professional. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna need to like burst this fucking bubble too. So, you know, the the headline just hit me. I was like blockchain is dead, the future is on lightning. So then I wrote this whole thing. And what was supposed to be a 30 minute talk turned into like this 15,000 word manifesto. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be up on stage (laughs) for four hours. (laughs) I I can't do this. So I was like, what am I going to do with all this content? And um, my girlfriend who also works for me at Amber, she's like, oh, we should, we should turn it into like a PDF that we can hand out on the day. I was like, fuck, that's a good idea. And as we're doing it, I'm like, what if we do it like a newspaper? And she's like, oh, yeah, and then, you know, we sort of, one thing led to another, and we basically spent from, so the event started on Monday, and here I am on Friday, still trying to put the fucking, the, the talk together, and we stayed up from Friday all the way through to Sunday, um, designing this and putting it together, and just, you know, getting the content in and all this sort of stuff, and really just developed this um, newspaper, I, th- I think I've got a copy in my bag, actually, nice. hey, we can, we can sort of look at a few. I'll post a picture of it. Yeah. Or something like with a the Twitter, the Twitter post or something. Yeah. So, um, that's, um, dang, that's <laughs> it's a wonderful. Have you not shit, seen man. this? Have you not seen this? I haven't seen this, no. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we printed, we printed 500 of those yeah. and we, and we brought them to the event, right? And, um, and you just handed these out. You handed <laughs> <the> blockchain's <laughs> dead out to at a, a blockchain. At conference. event, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking um. news,
2: blockchain's dead, R.I.B. blockchain.
1: And, man, <laughs> like, what I what I told the organizers this time was um, I, I told them the headline of my um, talk because because I, I, the first headline I did tell them I said it's going to be blockchain is dead um, the future is on lightning and they're like look Alex we cannot have you doing another one of these blah so they're like they didn't let me have that um, that headline and I was like okay let's call it um, uh, how lightning will deliver on the promise of blockchain so we made we made the talk title in the, in the um, event register um, you know a bit more uh, subtle. But then, when we were at the event, like I got my whole team to run around and just get everyone in the room, and I just dropped the bomb when I when I opened up the first slide. I said, "This this um, talk was supposed to be called this, but I said, here's what the talk's actually called: Blockchain <laughs> is dead, and <laughs> the future is..." on And the the organizer was in the back and his face just went white. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, not again! <laughs> Did it again? Yeah. Well, I'm surprised that they invited you back. I know. Seriously, I know. You know you know, I mean, Something seriously.
0: tells me you won't be invaded next yeah. year. Well,
1: the thing is, money talks, maybe, right? So maybe. I paid to be there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. And um, and yeah, man, I got up. This this um this talk's actually recorded, so we ch- we chucked it up on YouTube. It's it's actually um, it's actually not bad. So so I talk for half an hour, and I just sort of take him take everyone through this story about how, you know, everyone runs around. Really thanks, man. Um, everyone runs around, promise, like expousing these two promises of blockchain, which is immutability and security, and it doesn't have either of those. The only thing that is functionally immutable and secure is Bitcoin, that, that, that's it, you, you, you know? And as soon as these morons come out and they like trying to, and, and I'll, I'll pull it up in here, actually, there's a diagram where this is sort of that recipe, what I call the Bitcoin recipe. So it's this mixture of networks, proof of work, game theory, cryptography, and in the corner here, you've got this data structure, which is a chain of blocks. So what these idiots do is they come and take that piece out of context. Yeah, which is like one of nine pieces, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And 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 the analogy I give during the talk is I call it the scrambled eggs analogy. I said, these blockchain people try and tell you that they're going to... I said, if, if you've got a cake and a cake has eggs and flour and, you know, this and that, um, and here we are, you know, selling a cake, blockchain people say, look, I'm going to make you a better cake, but I'm only going to use one ingredient, eggs, because that's the best ingredient. I'm going to scramble it really... F- uh, sorry, I'm going to whisk it really fast. You don't get a fucking cake, you get scrambled eggs. So they're they're selling you this. Scrambled eggs are delicious. But but it's not a cake. (laughs) But it's not (laughs) a fucking cake. (laughs) cake. Exactly. (laughs) The other
0: thing
3: that I've run into, because I've I've been involved with some either panels on blockchain technology or events where where corporate types talk about blockchain technology. And the one thing that inevitably happens, either when you bring it up in a question to a panel or you talk to them afterwards, is they have not done any diligence with respect to what block, uh, what bitcoin is mm-hmm. in other words so they go with the foundation of bitcoin and look at all the attributes of, uh, attributes of bitcoin and then make it compared to what they're selling a lot of them don't you know and I know this is a little bit of a sweeping statement but in my experience a lot of them really don't understand bitcoin they just kind of blow it off and they bring their idea
1: up correct and 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 um, oh man oh, I could rant on for ages here so I ended up, this actually reminds me of um, the University of Sydney was doing this big study um, recently, and um, and they're, they're, do, they're doing a study of how blockchain is going to, um, you know, impact the accounting industry. And I got invited on a panel in Sydney to, um, so next to, we, we've got this, uh, what's called ADCO, which is the, the Australian Digital... Uh, currency and commerce association which now they've changed to the australian digital commerce association because they want to distance themselves from bitcoin and crypto and they want to be or actually no sorry now they're changing their fucking name to um blockchain australia of course because that's more legitimate right <laughs> um but so so the, the ceo of that was next to me and then some other dude running some you know ethereum shitcoin like app you know trying to decentralize data or whatever right so i'm on the stage with them presenting to the um the cha- the the, the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants, which are like CFOs and people like that. And, and they're there to hear about how blockchain is going to change their industry. So Nick gets up, blows up this whole thing about how blockchain this and you know, blah, blah, blah. Then Peter, the other guy gets up and talks about how they're you know using it in you know, their data transfer bullshit. And I got up and I just said, I'm sorry, but these two guys don't know what they're talking about. And I just sort of laid out some you know, sections of this and um, and yeah, like I-, I got the best feedback of the night. Like people were coming up, they're like, "Oh, you know, this was the best panel we've been to because there was actually, you know, contrary viewpoints." And I was like, "Well, you know, that's good because usually when you go to these blockchain events, right, everyone's just fucking agreeing with themselves yeah, it's like and talking, talking about how great exactly. the guys Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and 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 the, and but all of them just buy into this like veneer of an understanding of this surface layer shit. They've heard the word blockchain, they've heard the word immutability, they've heard the word security, just thrown into some fucking you know article written by some moron on coindesk and you know they're like oh this must be the solution to everything right so they all go and like basically i don't know if i can say this but circle jerk and you know get into (laughs) get into a conference and just say that stuff so so i kind of presented that contrary viewpoint so anyway the one of the listeners there was that lady from university of sydney and she was like look i'd love to get your viewpoint on how, you know, we're doing this big study, it's funded by the university, all this sort of stuff. So she flew all the way up to Brisbane the, the day before I, um, on, on, on Friday, yeah, so the, the, just a couple of days before I was um, leaving for here. And she she brought her recorder up and she'd interviewed like 15 blockchain experts around the country. And man, I just let it all out. I, like, she's going to give me the, um, the audio excerpt of this, so I'm going to put this online, but <laughs> I just... I just educated her from... Like I said, there's, there's multiple categories. And I said, you know, you've got blockchain here, which is this glorified database. And we kind of, like, agreed that that was this pointless thing. Then, you know, this whole DLT thing, you know, that's, you know, realistically what the corporates are trying to do, which I just sort of talked to... Her. I, I just framed it as this... um It's a way for, you know, the big four accounting firms or the big consultancies to sell overpriced software to enterprises. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's nothing. Like, it's just redundant databases managed by a couple known parties. It's It's like imagine if Visa just
0: took their whole database of transactions and then, like, sent it to JP and was like, can you sign off on this?
1: Like, like that's zero innovation, absolutely zero innovation. So there's that, and then I said the, the third category is things like Bitcoin. And I said, you, one could argue you could throw Ethereum in there, but I said, that category, if we're going to define blockchain as this entire recipe, um, that, that's the third category. And, and um, I said, but the, the problem is that category is only applicable for one thing, which is the, the ability to create something that is censorship resistant and digitally scarce like for the first time in history we've got yep. verifiable digital scarcity mm-hmm. and that has that's the miracle of, of, of bitcoin the miracle. right there that's yeah. the miracle that's yeah. cool. that's yeah, th- the- it's you, you don't take that and you know get a tank and you know drive it on a racetrack like it's yeah. it's you know it's, it's and i mean i'm preaching to the converted here right but it's um so anyway so so like I, i've been on this crusade to like Break blockchain. That like, and that's why I love this photo. It's like, I must break. Yeah, Ivan Yeah, What's the guy? The Russian guy's name? Like, I can't
2: remember. Ivan Drago. Yeah, Ivan Drago. Yeah, it's Ivan Drago like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. break. Yeah, that's exactly break. the way I
1: picture break. blockchain. Is like, I must break this thing. Like, it's the stupidest concept. And um, so anyway, so things so, are shifting
2: though, right? I mean, it's it, it's going like this blockchain craze happened twenty seventeen, kind of poured over into twenty eighteen a little bit, but I feel like things are moving back that's, to being Bitcoin only. The vibe of this conference, obviously, I mean, you know, it's yeah. from the very beginning set as a Bitcoin-only conference. And how long has it been since we've had a Bitcoin-only conference? You know, like like it Bitcoin 2013. There was 2014. I think it's been at least a few years. Yeah. Uh, honey Badger, it's, you could say, but right, but, but yeah, but I mean, in the U.S. in the I U.S. Guess, yeah. right, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, a few yeah, years, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: but riga has been going for a while. Um, yeah, well, so basically, I don't know. yeah, all I the conferences like... have been drowned in shitcoinery and ICOs because yeah. everyone's trying to peddle you some crap. Like, it's, um, I was with Dan Held earlier and he was like, oh, this feels like 2013 again, where there's yeah. like the kind of companies that are exhibiting uh, wallet providers or miners or, they're real you know, exactly they're, they're they're services. They're doing real things
0: with Bitcoin. The fact that people think they need to reinvent something that is a revolutionary technology just blows my mind. Yeah, cool. like it's like it's like oh, well, censorship resistance and yes, digital scarcity. It's like those are groundbreaking. Those are like yeah. like that, that 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 should blow your mind right yeah, there. Yeah. You should not be able to think about anything else for the next ten weeks yeah. because those things are unbelievable
1: in the digital yeah. world. I, I love when they say, "Oh, so what's the killer app?" It is it, it, the, the, yeah. it, it, the, killer the killer app is, is here, it. you idiot. Yeah. yeah, it's the digital scarcity. It's yeah, the, it's the decentralized censorship resistant digital scarcity. It's it's a the first time, it's the zero to one moment, man. Yep, yep, yeah. that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it happened, and and that's sort of what I. It's funny. I open this. Let, let me see if I've got it here. Um, I actually opened my talk, um, with that statement, is what important truth do very few people agree with you on, which was Peter Thiel's statement from zero to one. Zero to so one. that's actually how. Yeah. So yeah. So th- th- this is how I got myself into the um event because um. When the, 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 so the first slide, I didn't actually call it um, Blockchain is dead, the future is on lightning I actually called the first slide what very what important truth that very few people agree with you on. Mm-hmm. So like, no one knew that was coming, like even yeah. the organizers are in the back and everything. And I said, well, you know, I, I sort of said, last year I got up on stage and I talked to people about ICOs were dead and I said, some people laughed, some people got angry, but I said, the smart ones listened. I said, this year, um, I'm here to tell you about the important truth that I believe that very few people agree with me on. I said that very few people, especially in this environment, are going to agree with me on. And I said, the blockchain is dead. The future is on Lightning. And you know, that's some people are like, oh my god. And um, but it's it's so true because that was the zero to one, and now everyone's trying to do a one to n. Um, particularly, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have read Spencer Bogart's um, article about uh, horizontal competition versus building vertical. So, it's it's spot on. It's um he. he it kind of echoes and outlines everything that i've been sort of blabbering on about for ages is that the, the companies that are going to benefit from this whole bitcoin revolution are the ones that build up the stack yeah. and build on the layers and make this thing accessible to people because because that's what it's about like fundamentally bitcoin is about access and like, if, if we're brutally honest, it's not very accessible for most people. Like, you know, like, unless you're one of us or, you know, a techie or something like that, it's not very accessible. And and that sort of ties back into what I'm trying to do with Amber is right. just to make it so simple and accessible right. that, that there is no excuse, you know, because yeah. what are the excuses? It's too risky, it's too volatile, it's too hard. Well, not anymore, dude. Five bucks a day. Yeah. Get in I, there. I do, I got to
2: say, I, I did, I've been using this new... Um, Lightning Labs wallet, mm-hmm. mobile mm-hmm. wallet that just got released last week. Uh, I've used it like four or five times today. You've used it today? Yeah, yeah. Everything's been going you through perfectly, and the user experience so simple. I just bought Bitcoin on the Cash App. I withdrew uh, from the Cash App to the, the wallet here, It automatically put uh, everything on Lightning for me. And does it, it actually? And I got my own keys.
0: Is it like as soon as you put it into the app, is it on a channel? Like, is it looped into yep. the, the app? Yeah,
2: it's just all you see is you, I think you can only spend on Lightning with this. This is a like Lightning wallet, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah, so I just so I, I would drew, I drew from Cash App and within fifteen minutes I had Lightning channel a bit or Lightning channels. I don't see anything about the channels here. All I see is a balance, and I do I, I can request money and I can yeah, I can pay money, and that's it. Super simple. Yeah. Fifteen minutes. Cash App. Lightning. Lightning app. That's um, awesome. So good, man. So it's it's definitely changing. Like, I agree with you. you know, when you, if you want to run your own node and everything, that's a whole another ball game. Although yeah, that's yeah, getting easier yeah. too with Casa and Noddle. and you know those guys. Those, the Noddle guys are up there. They're partnering with Samurai now. I was talking to them earlier, and oh yeah, that's for the yeah
1: the, the Noddle. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. It's,
2: so there's going to be a, a Samurai edition, a red edition of the Noddle. Oh. yeah, and oh, uh, yeah, and so Samurai's, and they open sourced the, the Dojo. Uh, oh. So that's going to be on the Noddle and available. Uh, so I mean, it's getting easier and easier for uh, for us, like the rig, the the normies. It is it is, uh, it is, it is. I, I can't guess we're not the normies, to see, but
0: like with with the new like kind of plug and play nodes <laughs> that are out there, like Node and Casa or whatever, like that's just really exciting because I, I felt like there are so many benefits to having a node that just don't get realized. Yep. Um, because there's just not software out there. Like like it still blows my mind for the number of people who have nodes that there's not a block explorer, like. Straight into one that you can just have on your computer. It's like, right. I literally still have to go to blockstream.info to look stuff up unless I want to break out the command line, which sometimes I still do, True. but I prefer the blockstream interface most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking up addresses and transactions and stuff on a block explorer. I have three nodes in my house. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense exactly. that I'm doing that. Yeah. It should be easier in my house than it is on the yeah, internet. Yeah,
2: Casa and Not will add that soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, the- yeah,
0: but I definitely know that, like, Casa is. Talking about that, there's enough people talk about it in the in the thing uh, in the actual like Telegram group. Yeah, and then they always kind of they dodge it. It's like, oh, you know, you know whatever. You know,
1: wait and wait, wait <laughs> yeah. a little bit,
0: see what happens. Yeah. You know, so I'm really curious what they've got in the plans.
1: Well, bu- building software is hard, so, so I think one of the things that um sometimes like market the market and consumers, and we kind of touched on this when we were talking in our podcast, right? Is everyone wants something and as a business you're always getting pulled in 50 different directions and and what you need to do is you just need to fight the battles that you can win and you need to do the things that you can do with the amount of resources that you have like and and particularly like bitcoin startups you know we we're not as well funded you know as these ico shitheads who manage to pick up 10 15 20 30 50 100 million dollars and blow it inside 12 months i mean who the fuck does that right like it's insane. That's insanity. Who does that? Like, give me a hundred million dollars, and you know, maybe I'll blow it in a year. I don't know. But I mean, like, it's 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 crazy. So um, so it's you know, with with limited resources, both human and you know, financial capital resources, you you, you can only do what you can do in that amount of time. So so like, these things are just going to continue to get better, step by step by step by step. And yeah, man, l- like you said, is twenty just been this amazing resurgence of big the, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin over blockchain yeah. narrative and yeah. it's just been so good to see and Do you know what that that's a function of I mean the, the cleansing period that we've had in this bear market yeah. Like because yeah. that's what it is because guess what all the other idiots. What did they do? They pissed off because they didn't give a shit about this in the first place. They came for get rich quick You know they, they got burnt and now they're fucking gone and the only people that remained were the people who understood what was going on which were the Bitcoiners and we're still here. Hence why we've overtaken the narrative now.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, there's a huge there's a huge like disconnect between like all the ICOs were there because things were easy. Yes. And as soon as things got hard, there's no passion, there's no philosophy, there's there's nothing real backing up their reason to be there. As soon as it's not paying them hundred percent returns, yep. they're like, eh.
1: Hundred. <laughs> <talked about. laughs> an, an hour. Ten thousand
0: <laughs> percent returns. And it's so like What's funny is, like, because this space moves so fast... Yep. Like, even if, um, like, just talking with some of the people at Bitcoin Magazine, like, they were talking about how, like, refreshing it was to refocus on Bitcoin again because they're, like, uh, you know, it's like they were nervous about, like, which ICO, like, you know, they had to look at every single stupid project that came out because it's like, this could be something. This could be something. We have to, like... Assess and do our homework on all of these bullshit projects to see if we can, you know, make sure we don't miss one that's good. And now it's just like this huge relief is like now we can just focus on Bitcoin and the real thing. And it's a waste of resources. Yeah, it's a massive you know,
2: distraction and just spread them too thin.
0: Yeah, if you if you I think distract they're yourself working. for <laughs> yeah, three yeah, 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 or four yeah. months in the wrong direction, three or four months of any kind of building is critical. Yep, like you will just get left behind. Things move so. I mean, look. At where Lightning is right now. Yeah. Look at that wallet. Look at Breeze. Both of those do the exact same thing. They're 16 just,
2: months ago, you had to be on the command line. No, you way. Yeah, yeah, was no zero. way you yeah, could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, it just, and it just gets released, and then somebody's built an app on it. It's like, if you're not, that's, that's, that's weeks to yeah. a turnaround to something that like I'm just here looking at this whole new app and this whole new business, and I'm just just psyched. I just, I did not think we were this close. And, well, Amber's going to Amber's is gonna
2: like be, is, is part of that vanguard, you know, this wave of, you know, user-friendly, super simple, beautiful UI uh, apps, Bitcoin apps for noobs. And
0: yeah, Tell me more, t- yeah. tell me about Amber. Did y'all talk about it on y'all's show?
2: Yeah, we did, we, but we should talk about it now for okay, sure, Okay, because I haven't yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: actually managed to listen to that one. No, Break down cool, Amber. Look,
1: okay, but, yeah, really, we, really simply, I, I kind of view the, um, the, the development of, Bitcoin as a you know, monetary system as a monetary unit on this in this world in sort of two phases and, and a lot of the stuff's gonna happen concurrently, but is the on-ramp component and the utility component. Mm-hmm. And and on-ramp meaning there's there's capital in the old world um, that needs to flow onto this world. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And and the the bridges or the on-ramps for that capital need to exist and they need to be functional, they need to be easy, they need to be simple, and they need to be appealing to people that may or may not be in the space and um and particularly to those who aren't in the space like you know w- what we need to do is we need to red pill people and yeah. and, and then that's sort of uh, i can't remember if it was you who gave me that analogy or um, the red pill analogy yeah or? i think you think you might have people drop it a lot all, 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 all the yeah. time yeah exactly so, but so like, yeah so um but it, yeah
2: it gets to that idea that there's just so much to learn like like Bitcoin will change your perspective on a lot of things. Correct, exactly. It's but it's a weird place. Yeah, yeah. as <laughs> soon as it does, it doesn't stop.
0: Exactly. Like, as soon as you get that shift, like your Overton window just cracks just yep. a little bit to yes. see something is possible.
1: And th- and that's what we need to do. But see that you can't get people um, to be where we're at overnight. Yeah. Like, because if we if so, imagine a normal person listening to us talk about oh, Austrian economics over. and this and that, exactly. Like, what the yeah. fuck are these maniacs talking Don't you about? Like, the federal reserve. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, oh, I have a bank, so it's um, so. What we need to do is we need to um, hit them where it counts, which is like, and as much as people don't like it, it's it's the speculative element of what Bitcoin represents now as an investment um, is that's what's going to draw people in right now. That's what's going to draw the person on the street. It's it's like, the that's exactly yeah. right. So yeah. once we can get them, once we can give them an option which allows them to dollar cost average with small amounts of money we start to give them skin in the game we red pill them and then in the process they are then incentivized inherently themselves to learn more about this shit and then what we need to do is we need to make sure that journey of learning is done properly and we sort of touched on this um, during our podcast which is you know at Amber, we want to do this kind of, like, learn and earn thing, kind of like Duolingo, so that way as you're um, going through the app, you can, you know, learn about things and earn some sats while you're learning, and I really want to partner oh, with some people. Yeah, exactly. So, kind of like, I mean, Coinbase is doing Coinbase Earn, yeah. but they're teaching you about fucking Zcash and... <laughs> and like, ICO. Yeah, exactly, right? So can what I- about blockchain. Yeah, I want, I, want to, I want to teach people about you know, money, monetary history, self-sovereignty, and all all those things that matter because then what's gonna happen? Like, it makes commercial sense for us as a business to actually pay these users to learn in the early days because what are they gonna do? They're gonna drive more volume through the product. And the more, I mean, there's even an altruistic element of it. I mean, at the end of the day, I would be happy if we just onboarded a million people onto Bitcoin. And I mean, even if we didn't make a huge amount of money, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, I've got my Bitcoin stash. That's my long term thing anyway. And, you know, I'm going to continue to build that Bitcoin stash as much as I can, you know, using my own product and using every other product that I can. And, this is where the skin in the game leads. Like yeah.
2: it goes, it goes from you know being a noob starting to learn to building a Bitcoin business because you want to onboard a million people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't, you're and not
0: even concerned. You just, you just want the ecosystem. Because to, you, you know, because be you know,
2: because you, you, you're holding Bitcoin. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
3: well, Bitcoin's the only out of this whole class of assets. It's the only one that has a successful use case, a dominantly successful use case. Oh yeah, right? by far. So you've got, you've got a means of exchange. Well, I guess unless, unless you count of Ethereum's ICOs, I guess. And, and the store <laughs> of value. Well, Ethereum, Ethereum's a pre-mine, right? I mean, Ethereum's a whole different bucket.
1: Whole no, different I'm just saying
2: that order, you, but, you might know. be able to say that Ethereum enabling ICOs was a successful use case, at least for yeah, a, well, a year and yeah. a half. <laughs>
1: well, actually, Vitalik put a post out on Twitter the other day, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, well, v- Vitalik put out a post the other day. It's like, so... Um, what are three applications that um, you think Ethereum has been useful for? Yeah. So I jumped on it, I was like, all right, number one, scams. Yeah. Number two, non-dilutive capital raising. <laughs> number three, um, number three, what was, what was number three? I said, um, oh, the, um, the proposal of pipe dreams by social justice warriors who don't understand how the world works. That's literally what Ethereum gave us. Yeah.
0: Now that we know what Ethereum was good for, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Hit our sponsor and come right back in.
1: What the fuck? So, like, yeah. and, and that's that's why you know I I just love um Bitcoin so much and and yeah. I'm not like. When, when I you know sometimes when I to talk to investors or people in the space and they're like oh you know so, so what makes um, Amber different or what you know what makes you different I said well look, one of our biggest differentiators is that we are Bitcoin only and some yeah. people are like oh really Oh, w- what about people diversifying into crypto I'm like uh, yeah you <laughs> do you understand the definition of diversification first is about lowering uh, correlation risk. exactly you know getting a better Sharpe ratio I go Doing, I you don't get that by fucking mixing cryptos together you get that by mixing different assets together so you know th- that's something else but um, my my biggest argument is I said, look. I would do this for fucking free, so come at me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> come at me and come and compete with me. I don't give a fuck if you're an ICO or a shitcoin, you know, or whatever that's been funded by whatever VC. I'll work for free and I'll maul your ass because I'll build a better product. Like, cause that that's what I'm here for. Getting Bitcoin into more people's hands, not just to fucking line my own pockets. So, and, and I think that's a very different place to come from, yeah. and that's what makes me confident about what we're doing at Amber. Like,
2: yeah, I think there's kind of this new uh, version of Cypherpunk's "Write Code," and it's kind of like Bitcoin, Bitcoiners build. Yes, or, you know, and like another great example is Nicola Dorier just claiming like. You know, I'm going to obsolete you, BitBay, because of... Yeah. Greatest moment. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. And there then just made it happen. Yeah, and then drop BTC, BTC server ever made it happen. But yeah, you're right. You were right, Tommy, going back. to yeah, Bitcoin is the only game in town. It's the only one um, that has any successful, actually successful use case that's not, you know, for a scam. I've probably yeah, said this,
0: I've probably said this, like, I don't know, because, like, I mean, I've I've been doing this podcast because I don't know don't know what else to do with my time, you know, like, <laughs> I, know. I mean, literally, and, and it's funny, because I've probably said this a couple times, is that if I wasn't, everything else seems so unimportant to me, Yeah, like, it's just like, who cares, you know, like, like, I don't watch the news anymore, it doesn't even, I can't even see how that stuff moves the world, it's like, no, we're talking, like, it's, it's peanuts, when we're talking about the elephant that is here to change things. You know, and it just—it just blows
3: my mind. Well, more importantly, with the news, you just—how do you know what it is? Yeah, it's all garbage anyway. But still, just
1: Yeah. On your point, Tommy, before you mentioned about um Bitcoin being the only game in town, like I um, had a reporter call me um in Sydney last week when we were at the we we're at this launch fest event, and they were like, "Oh, what are your thoughts on Libra?" And I was like, "Well." I have many thoughts. (laughs) So, first of all, I said, um, you know, assuming Libra actually um, gets rolled out, it's game set match In one move, Facebook has just checkmated every single altcoin on the planet that tried to optimize for anything other than censorship resistance. Like, literally. So, all of these people who ran around, you know, creating shitcoins or altcoins or chains for... Whether it was smart contracts, whether it was fast payments, whether it was bananas, fucking whatever the (laughs) hell they were saying that they were better than Bitcoin at, you know. uh, So so the way I sort of framed it to the reporter because he was like, oh, you know, um, because I said uh, he he asked me what what I think about it. it. Is it a threat to Bitcoin? I said it could be no more different than Bitcoin than you know. I said the U.S. dollar could be, but I said it just literally made every single altcoin obsolete in a click of a finger, because everything that they were trying to optimize for, Facebook coin, or Libra, whatever the fuck it's called, can do it better, and they've got two billion people. So, if I wanna do a smart contract, even, so let's assume that, If I wanna do quick payments, I'll use that. If I'm, if I'm any sort of enterprise, or if I'm any sort of application that requires, and I hate the term smart contracts because, I mean, any program, any any coding that you do is effectively a smart contract. It's effectively an yeah. if this then, this, then that statement, right? But let's just say that out of all of the smart contract fluff, there was maybe 0.1% of it that was actually applicable. Why in the flying fuck would you go and do it on Ethereum when you can do it on Libra? Yeah. So, so all of a sudden, Ethereum's gone out the window, altcoins are going out the window, and, and sort of what I said to this guy, I said, all of that stuff was just a warm-up for Bitcoin. Like, if, if Libra actually does become a functional, non-sovereign currency in the world, I, I think Libra's... The, the first people who are going to get hurt is all the shitcoins. The second is the um, the governments that have yeah. um, potentially weak sovereign coins, currencies.
3: Right, it's global coins. So you've got central banks, in addition on top of it. And then you also have PayPal. You know, the, there's other types, right? So, it's, so you step back and look at it. Doesn't compete
1: with Bitcoin at all. Libra or no?
3: I mean, just
1: yeah, yeah, Libra, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, but but what Libra is doing is actually interesting in the sense that they could have gone. So Facebook could have gone down the path of chucking a Alipay or a Venmo or a WeChat Pay, right? They could have just used U.S. dollars and created it's a payment a gateway. Coin, exactly. Like uh, digital exactly. And and just do that. So and that would have been logical, interesting thing. They're actually going for a much bigger game, which is to create their own sovereign monetary unit, which is going to have its own floating exchange rate against US dollars and things like that. So it's actually a a really, really, really ballsy, bold move um, by them. Now, this could be the thing that actually breaks Facebook, because trying to do that is a massive ask, not only because... um, You know, governments around the world are now going to have to make a Faustian bargain if they want to allow that thing in their country. I mean, if you're a small South American nation, for example, with a shit currency, I mean, 80% of your population is already on WhatsApp and Facebook. You allow that to come inside your borders, you're going to have a mad run on your currency, and you're fucked because the the government's primary lever of... Control in their borders is there is 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 an economic lever. It's, it's the currency. So when people run from that, they're screwed. So I don't know what those smaller governments are going to do because if they uh, if if they're draconian about it and don't allow it, then it's going to be like they're, they're going to be cutting themselves out of a large you know a large proportion of economic activity. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even even a, even a country which has a decent size economy. We've got a small um, population in Australia, you know, 25 million but it's still a, it's a, it's a sizable economy. I mean the, the politicians over in Australia are saying there's no way we're going to allow this to be a legal currency here because they know, like, the Australian dollar's weak as shit at the moment. Like, we've gone from parity with the US four or five years ago to now 60 cents on the dollar. So you know, the, <laughs> I mean I ain't going to hold Aussie dollars if I could, like, I would pr- actually prefer holding Libra over Australian dollars and over a lot of sovereign currencies anyway. Um, but, again, if I will hold it if I want to be surveilled because I'm getting surveilled using fucking Australian dollars anyway, unless i got cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bitcoin is the only thing now that exists on the planet that is the opt-in for our own free, private, stable economic system. Everything else is... A closed is system. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if Libra actually gets out and functions, it's going to cause fucking havoc in like the, the, the economic system of the existing world. And I, and I think probably good for us, it's probably going to take a lot of the heat away from Bitcoin and sort of and go into it.
0: And the but, question um, is, can 30 signatories, just 30 big companies face down, like, like, are they going to be able to stand up to governments that obviously are not going to benefit from this? Like,
1: Yeah, uh, man, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be really, really, really interesting to watch. And are they
0: up for the fight, too, is the question. Like, if they just get a lot of heat, are they just going to be like, this was a bad idea? Or do they have a a real
1: reason to continue this fight? Well, it's a big prize. It's a big fucking prize if they can pull it off. I mean, imagine, like, put yourself in the shoes of Facebook, PayPal, MasterCard, and all that sort of stuff. If they pull this off, man, they call the fucking shots in the world. Yeah no longer the government, like they become more powerful than the Fed, they become more powerful than the IMF, they become more powerful than everything. So it's a big, big, big play. But again, here we have the one thing that is immune to all of that. Nothing else is immune. No fucking sovereign currency, no altcoin, no shitcoin, no, nothing is immune to that. And then you have another third and interesting layer, which is what happens when, um, I mean, you know, Apple, Google, Amazon, they ain't sitting on the sidelines you know, with their blindfolds on, they're they're looking at this shit and they're like, uh, okay, hello. Yeah. I mean, are know, they going to join Facebook or are they going well, to play the thing, I just wanted to point out, play the game and compete with I Facebook? I think they'll compete. From
3: from a macro standpoint, it's just the fact that Facebook decided, okay, that they had to do this, okay, because this is a big deal what they're trying to do and try to attempt. And it's it's not by any means, uh, you know, a, a situation where they may be successful it. But what it's basically doing is confirming. This whole area of well, what Bitcoin, what Bitcoin's doing, and, and just how disruptive that overall is, otherwise, because that that you know gets into some other aspects of privacy and some issues that that Facebook's been up against. But it's a massive corporate bet, you know, from the standpoint. And I think it's also a bet that they have to they have to do, or they're going to get left behind. So then it becomes a, a function of execution, where they're going to you know where
1: they're going to be able to pull it off, right? Yeah, I, I think people like Apple and stuff like that will probably sit back and watch because I think Apple as a as a company, like I'm I'm still pretty pro Apple. I, I, I like them. I think they've got you know good ethics as a company. And, you know, love what Steve Jobs did with it. And I actually think Tim Cook's a good operator and stuff like that. But um, you know, I, I think they're a bit more intelligent. So, you know, and they've got a bit more of a. Um, well, at least from what I can perceive, a bit, a bit more of a respect for privacy in, in the way they do their thing. So I think they're going to sit there and watch. Um, I, I'm really curious about what Google's going to do here, um, you know, and and I wonder what Amazon also is going to do. But uh, but I think Facebook and Google will probably be the first two to duke it out in the space, assuming that Facebook starts to get some runs on the board. But you know, I was speaking to Matt Odell and Gigi on the um, on a podcast before I came here the other day, and you know, Matt sort of put the success the the success uh, potential at about 20% for Facebook being able to pull this off. Um, I mean, considering the size of the consortium and the players involved, I don't know, it could be higher. But I, I just... I could see the prize they're going for. You know, I just don't think they've calculated well enough You know, the the path you know, to get there. It's, the mountain they've got to climb. Dude, it's going to be fucking brutal, man. I can't imagine
0: they have the conviction to... Like particularly like with their mission you know it's like like if, if their mission really was that then they'd build on Bitcoin you know like like they're using the technology and they know what it means it, like with their their position like their their promotion for Libra they're like this is what we're gonna do for it's like well that's what Bitcoin does Bitcoin is yeah, yeah. making that goal a reality already um, so which makes it feel like this is just they think easy money or just incredible profit potential and obviously a grab for power so it's like at the end of the day when it gets too difficult aren't they going to just make a is the profit worth the cost like um like they're not going to really care about the lives of all the people that they're they want to help quote unquote they're going to ask themselves is this really worth it anymore to play that fight Whereas, like, just you just take the example of the people in this room. If it's not paying a shit, we don't care. We're still doing it. Well, the, you know, well, the like, other
3: part of it though is they could start burning cash like crazy. You know, if it doesn't, if it's not working, they could start burning cash. They get, you know, you don't, you don't know what's going. You know, you don't know how it's all going to play out yeah. in terms of how they're doing it. Yeah. So instead of being less profitable, it just it may be, you know, it may burn cash like I have no idea. All I'm it
0: saying just, is, just may eat them alive. The risk is yeah the risk, is, yeah, the risk is. Yeah. Really so it's going to
2: be based on a basket of currencies. Do we know what the basket is yet? No, this and like, assets. Yeah, and so, so too, like primarily... Um, so not just
1: currencies, also assets. Primarily hard assets uh-huh. called U.S. dollars and euros, right? <laughs> right. Because they're really hard. Quote, unquote hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> Love the bunny. <laughs> you know? As Mario,
2: Mario Draghi is like, yeah, we're going to print more money, everyone. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> this you is
1: know? a real currency. It's, it's a yeah, race to the go. bottom. Yeah. Well, to
3: your point about what you were saying is I th- think the way the basket works is that they're going to be in a position that if if Global Coin and the Libra Network and Global Coin ends up working out, that, that if they want at a certain point they can just shift out of U.S. dollars and they can actually put Bitcoin in yeah. that asset. That's, what was,
2: that's where I was going to go with that. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. I think I mean that's, what I thought. that's why Libra is not a, a competition against Bitcoin. Uh, it's still Bitcoin is still competing against sovereign currencies of because it's, that's what's backing, for the most part, this Libra Coin anyway. So yeah, in the end, Libra just moves over to Bitcoin. and becomes backed by Bitcoin.
1: I gonna I'm gonna pull up where, where's my tweet from the other day um, uh, well you find that um, it, oh, no, it's I interesting with
0: like because what they're doing is they're forcing there's tons of people like maybe, like it's ten million dollars to run a note right like so like all these signatories that are like involved in this are putting up massive capital and it's like these companies are looking for places like when people buy in to Libra like if I bought Libra on Facebook or whatever I'm giving this consortium of uh, companies capital to invest in bonds and make an interest return, to invest in Bitcoin or you know whatever asset that they deem. Which that kind of seems like a big issue right there. Is like how does how does how do 30 companies decide on where those assets are going to sit? Like mm-hmm. that's going to be a heck of a organizational effort there to get that kind of that sort of consensus.
3: But um. Are we sure there has to be consensus? But they're going to be making money right? but, I mean, do they have to have consensus on that? Do we know that, or can Facebook make the ultimate call as like a GP? Yeah. And they knows? just say we get to say whatever. I guess we don't know. Yeah.
1: Let's 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 drop this treat on. Yeah. Well, this is basically what Brady was saying before. I'll, I'll let Tommy read it up I, I, I bumped it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Where are we? Show, show guy. Oh, shit. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy ruined Tommy, it. Tommy, Tommy. Don't you know how to use a Tommy. phone this day yeah, and age? That's, 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 Twitter one, that's one of the Is this a touch screen? That's one of the issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. right, okay, okay. You read it out then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't oh, yeah, well, don't you don't have don't the duty to read shit. Yeah, I'm, so so yeah, I'm the reader. At least you guys were kind about me losing the, you
3: know.
0: Alexander Spetsky. Here yeah, we go. 2025. Libra starts to collateralize with Bitcoin. 2030. Bitcoin collateral ratio exceeds other assets. Quote 2035. Libra becomes a layer on Bitcoin 2040. Remember that Libra thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All possibly much sooner. 2040, that's a stretch. Yeah. That's a stretch. Yeah, it's like that's a long 2028. Time, yeah. 2028 that's fair, maybe. That's going to happen yeah. fast.
1: It's, I mean, it's basically what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's how
2: I see it playing out because, yeah, the competition is with what's underlying Libra. It's not with Libra itself. Yeah. Correct. Right. Correct, so, correct. correct, correct yeah and and i I like your point that this is a, a thing that'll give us some more cover I mean, you know Bitcoin's been like mer- kind of miraculously flying under the radar for so long you know and now we've got a little bit more of like, time to fly under the radar yeah. right <laughs> maybe maybe it'll take a little bit more heat off we'll go one more run you yeah, know yeah, the, yeah, kind yeah. of masked by in the shadow of Libra um, yeah. and you know it, I think we're already too far ahead of of you know state governments um Trying state actors that would possibly have the capacity to take the network down, you know, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. I think we're past that already, but... Yeah,
1: well, touching on that point, so so I get, I get asked this question a lot. I, I had a friend of mine who's a lawyer who was, um, when I first told him about Bitcoin and stuff like that, he's like, oh, I'm not buying the Bitcoin one. I'm going to buy Neo because it's backed by the Chinese. I'm like, oh, all right, right bro, don't no worry. Yeah, 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 he's like, the Chinese know what they're doing. I'm like, yeah, clearly you know what the fuck you're doing. He bought Neo at 160 bucks, and now it's oh, worth yeah. like 10 Ooh. bucks or some shit. <laughs> I always send him a text. I'm like, how's that Neo trade gone for you, bro? Right. So when are you going to buy Bitcoin? Oops. Oh, fuck you.
0: Yeah. I'm going to rub that salt in your ass. Yeah,
1: hard. So um <laughs> so um,
3: yeah. not rub it, but rub it hard. <laughs> <laughs> so so
0: you can get st- t- different types of salt. and Get coarse <laughs> salt. Yeah, you can put
2: salt and rub it hard. We'll get back on track. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah. So, so he's like all. So he said, what if someone tries to shut it down? And I sort of gave him this um this thing that I call the the. Uh, the arrogance versus greed sort of complex that's happening in the space which is the arrogance of you know the 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 central bankers and the and the larger you know powers that are out there they they're too arrogant to believe that bitcoin's actually got a shot right so we we've got a we've got sort of like this opening right and then whilst they're being arrogant you've got the greed of the um these institutions and things that are seeing the emergence of a new asset class and what the fuck do they want to do they want to make money, man. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're like driving and they're accelerating this fucking thing. So it's. it's Bitcoin's going to basically, you know, fuck them both up. But one of them are greedy <laughs> and the other's too <laughs> arrogant. And Bitcoin's got this sort of. It's being accelerated through this gap that we've got that is being opened up by this arrogance. And it, and I got a first hand view of this. So um, because we, we're. Amber is more of a fintech than a crypto app, you know, effectively, like or even a Bitcoin app. Like We're swapping fiat into Bitcoin so, and we make our money in dollars, right? So we, we functionally, arguably, we're more, more of a fintech and we'll evolve into more of a Bitcoin company as um, the utility of Bitcoin becomes more important. But right now, I st- I'm still a big believer that getting money into the system is more important, hence why I'm focusing on that problem. But um, we, we we went to this conference called Cybos, which is the one of the biggest banking conferences in the world. It happens once a year, um, in different locations. It's actually run by SWIFT. Um, and man, I'm talking huge. So so last year it happened in Sydney, and I, I reckon the conference would probably turn over 100 million for the week. Like it's it's fucking massive. Like they're like we're, we're talking about a couple stands here with some booths. Like these guys took out the entire Sydney. Um, uh, convention center which is uh six levels across two parts of the fucking building like um it's fucking huge they took out the entire thing um and i mean getting in and out was like uh id like airport security basically so mm-hmm. and they had everyone was there jp morgan was there wills fargo's there our big four banks were there bmp Paribas, european banks like everyone was there then there was like fintechs up the top and then there was another you know uh levels of you know conferences and presentations it was fucking huge the biggest thing I've ever fucking been to and what was really funny is like you know we look at booths and stuff here like the bank's booths they weren't booths they were bank branches like they had <laughs> kitchens they had officers you like you go into there, there were fucking lounges and shit canopies being served throughout the day and I was like fucking this is the life man I was like but they're not hungry. They don't give a fuck. They were all down there like doing their little bank deals and stuff like that. And I sort of went down to mingle and try and like so they you know, talk have to people there. They're looking for. Correct. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. And I'm sitting there trying to talk they're to a fat, couple of them about Bitcoin. The Correct. There. And I was like, you know, so what do you think about Bitcoin? And I remember speaking to one Swedish guy, and they, they run like a, a bank. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> that Bitcoin thing, <laughs> that's a game to us. We don't care. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, he was frowning, right? please, he have, he please smile, keep right? thinking. That I know. And I was sitting there going. Like, no worries, man. So it was like, the Federal Reserve was even there, which was funny. Um, and was I was going to ask would, if there are know, any central banks there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so SWIFT, so that's the international right. system for yeah. that. So Correct. it would be there. Yeah. So, so th- but what was funny was um, all the banks had these elaborate sta- stands, like, you know, branches. Um, the Federal Reserve had this, like, piece of shit stand with a fucking, <laughs> with an A3 print oh, saying oh, Federal Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no <laughs> I swear to God, I was there, I was like... All right. Yeah. <laughs> ready to I, like, show up, guys. I know, man. It was the funniest thing ever. And um, Anyway, like the only two people that I ended up having a conversation with that sort of got the Bitcoin thing was the actual Federal Reserve. So they had their, their vice they president of... They don't need of, the market, um,
2: man. That's why they didn't give Exactly. Fuck, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Dude, it was, it was the ultimate... What? They got the ultimate in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, they were like, It's like the richest yeah. guy in the room is exactly. the one that
1: shows up in shorts, sandals, yep. and, <laughs> yeah. and a The t-shirt. real ballers, yeah. right? <laughs> They're exactly. like, fuck you guys. Yeah. We don't need to do shit. Yeah, man. Look at all you
3: guys. But um,
1: I ended up having a conversation with um, with one of the guys there and he he was actually the um, one of the vice presidents of the Federal Reserve of um, one of the states and I mean fucking pretty high up, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was there was like all the major execs were there and um and we and he understood Bitcoin, which is really interesting. Nobody else wanted to get well, it. We depends actually had on a good which conversation. State in the United States also. So. Possibly. He he wasn't he, he wasn't um in agreement with the fact that it could succeed. He understood what it represented, which was a really interesting conversation. So, um, but um, yeah. So, so I guess that whole story just comes back to this whole arrogance versus greed. this is this is? It's a people. great example
3: explanation, by the yeah. way. It makes a lot of sense to me. I hadn't heard that before. That's a great one. Cool, man. So, you know,
0: what's funny is it, it's kind of, it's almost ironic that like. What's the, the Dragon Ball Z meme? The the Vegeta meme? Yeah. Like oh, over 9,000? Yeah. 9,000, 9, yeah. It's kind of funny that Dragon Ball Z has been... I watched that show when I was a kid. Dude, that's the show of Dragon our generation, Ball. right? It yeah, was, yeah, yeah man. But yeah. you remember, every single bad guy died, like, lost because of hubris.
1: Mm-hmm, every yeah.
0: single one of them was just over-arrogant, and they underestimated, you know, Goku or whoever it was that they were fighting, yep. and that's what killed them. It's it, It's kind of
1: a... Good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really it's, nice. it's kind analogy. of interesting There's that that's the analogy. Bitcoin position,
0: and that you know, oh yeah, that that is that has been this generation, and that, that's kind
1: of the meme for Bitcoin. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, I didn't even think of that. That's such a good pickup. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, man, holy crap! I remember watching that, and then each episode, like you'd be like, Ahh. yeah, <laughs> and then three <laughs> episodes later, I oh, was like, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <going, laughs> so much power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: show sure was insane. Uh, yeah, I was up on the roof earlier and noticed that there's a big US Bank building right across from us. You know, it's like a, just a, a heap of a like block by block by block takes up the whole block. It's like 10, 12 stories tall, sort of sort of literally overshadowing this conference. conference, right? And then you look up the other the other side of the sky is the moon sitting there, right? The sun shining and in the shadows over here uh, is US Bank. Right, yeah, yeah. Bright light on the, on the Bitcoin conference. Moon shining right up there. And it's just like, you That's look, like, headed, baby. you're dead, man. You're dead. It's over. You don't even know. You're in the shadow now. We're in the light. But you don't even realize it. You're up here. You know, all of them are up there working away, doing their, doing their middleman thing. They don't see it, They're bleeding. You know what? We got, we got the entire new system right here just across the street. And you don't even know. Like, they're just completely ignoring us. Everybody's sitting, you know. I, I've, you be look out the window. I don't think they know what's going on. I mean, it, this is a Bitcoin conference happening, man. I don't know.
0: I wonder if they have spas.
2: Have they're what? what?
0: Spas in the conference.
2: Spas? Like, S- or spies. Spies. Gotcha, spies! You spies okay. My okay. I'm just I was just like, started. is he saying fucking spies? We're talking about spies. like Steam rooms and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> I was <laughs> talking about. Yeah, about so spies. What? Is, is that not what we're talking about? <laughs> Blockstream spies. No, spies. US Bank spies. spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my North Carolina Carolinian
0: coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got spies in our conference. <laughs> <laughs
1: <laughs> it's always surreal coming to America, man. Good, man, cause I was like, <laughs> good grief, man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. One. <laughs> oh, I love the accent. It's the best. Oh, man. Um, cool. Well, that was fun. That was yeah. good. Thanks for taking the fun. time out to be on the That was an court. hour, man. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank, thank you, you guys.
0: Guys. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I really think I'm going to read this on the show now that I've got my physical breaking
1: news blockchain is dead. You said this is 15,000 words? This one's fifty. so the one that I, so the one that's online is actually the finished version because okay. we, we did this in a rush, so there's like a shitload of typos oh, so in here. so if we go online, we can
2: get, the, we can get that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, but you know what?
1: For you boys, here's the last one. No shit. All oh, yours.
2: Thank you so much. Done. That's awesome, dude.
0: Done. Sure? Now really? we're physical yeah, copy buddies. Oh, yours. We've
1: got. We've both got one. Yeah. <laughs> and I got my Bitcoin magazine too. That's it. Love it. No more of those will ever be printed because <laughs> gonna... I changed the raw fucking files, so I can't get back to that anyway. <laughs> Alex, anything else you want to show on the show for we sucker out, dude? Amber. I mean, if, if people want to um, if people want to check out, I highly recommend they read the Bitcoin Times. So like the the Twitter handle is at timelessbitcoin. Okay. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, if they want to check out Amber Amber app, um, and then. Yeah, man, we'd, we'd love the support. I mean, we're not we're not in the US yet. I don't know if we're going to come to the US because it's a regulatory, you know, minefield here, yeah. I'll, to put it nicely. But um, yeah, we, we, you know, if you're in Australia, download it, start stacking stats, and, um, and yeah, man, we're going to continue the crusade, fighting the good fight. Love it. So thanks for having on, guys. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, guys.
2: It's our pleasure. Will you sign this? Fuck yeah, bro.
0: Thanks for listening to this crypto chat with Alex Svetsky. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, Check out the show notes for a ton of links to his great stuff, The bitcointimes.news, where you can find his blockchain is dead piece. It's totally epic. And do not forget to check out the Amber app. We'll have that link as well. Do not forget to subscribe to the show and share it with that friend, that person you know who's standing at the edge of the rabbit hole and wants to know what's down there. That's what we're here for. This is the Crypto Economy Podcast. I am Guy Swan, and until next time, take it easy, guys.